Hello, 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 one and all, and welcome back to another episode of Miss Adventures of Healing Black Girl. <laughs> what? To say that again feels really, really good, actually. Welcome back to a whole new episode. Welcome back to a whole new season. Welcome back to a whole new format. Hi. Oh my gosh. First of all, I have so many things to get off my chest, but um, season three. Season three. Welcome to season three. I don't know what the season holds for us. Thank you so much for everyone who's journeyed with me so far. All your kind words when it comes to the podcast. Everything that you said. I, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. 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 I'm so sorry that this is how we're starting this new season, the new episode. But the production, the production behind the scenes going on here is chaotic. This is why I never recorded podcast videos because i can't do this by myself this is an entire production handling the camera sound the like i who how do people do this in 2024 i am entering my talent bag effective immediately immediately put it put it on the docket right now actually i'm gonna write it down somewhere i'm done we need to be like i show up with my little latte and i sit down ready Okay, hit record. Hello, <laughs> like this is too much. I am trying my best to start incorporating video pods this new season of the podcast. Please bear with me. If there's a week that you don't get a video, it's because trying to do this, I gave up after 10 minutes and we have to do audio. But, um, you know, we're trying to step things up this year. How y'all feeling? Ladies, how y'all doing? Fellas, y'all all right? Oh my gosh, it feels so good to see that. Uh, I'm really doing a thing. Like, I don't, I don't know if I know, but I'm actually very amazing. Let's just, let's put that out there. I'm quite amazing, honestly, truly. We're just going to jump right into it with our first segment, Go Off Sis. What do I want to go off about? Today, I want to go off about capitalism. Yeah, starting off strong, season three, episode one. I want to go off on capitalism because it's just like with, obviously, as you can see from the title of the episode, you know what we're going to talk about today. But with just everything around that, just this season, dealing with holidays, the ups and downs of the holidays, you know, grieving throughout the, just like in general in life. And people be going through stuff. Okay? People be going through stuff. And somehow, some way, you have to go back to work because who going to pay these bills? You have to go back to work because who going to take care of these kids? Who going to feed these kids? Who going to keep make sure there's a roof over the house, you know? Um, and I want to go off on capitalism because capitalism stops us from being human, from fully experiencing the things that we're meant to experience as humans. I want to hold space right now for families who are grieving through the holidays, but are also like, I got to go back to work because who going to pay for this funeral? Hello? You lost a loved one. You lost a parent. You lost, God forbid, a child, a spouse. And you're like... How am I going to pay for this funeral? I got to go back to work. I'm grieving for the mothers who barely had like two seconds of mat leave and had to go back to work because how are you going to feed that child? How are you going to buy diapers? How are you going to buy, make sure you're feeding this little human that is now in your care. I'm holding space for people, people with no health insurance. I'm sorry. The system, the system is against us. The system is not protecting us. The system that has been put in place doesn't care about us. People who are left, their loved one has passed away and they're left with their debt. 
I'm holding space for you right now. This is not me throwing shit at my grandma in any way, shape, or form. I'm just getting some things off my chest. So just let me vent. That's what Go Off This is about. I'm supposed to just get things off my chest. But it's just like I'm really holding space for a lot of people who, again, are grieving through the holidays in different ways. Like, it shows up differently for everyone. Um, whether you're going through a breakup right now, whether, you know, you're dealing with the loss of a loved one, whether you're dealing with admit um situations or feeling isolated feeling alone feeling lonely i just want to hold space for you in this moment um and i'm and i blame it on capitalism <laughs> i found a way to blame it on capitalism so this past week dealing with all of the things my mom you know she had my, first of all she's never taken vacation she don't take vacation she don't take breaks she never calls out for work she doesn't do any of those things and so um i was like i i, I hope you know what to do. I know you know what to do. I trust you will do the right thing. She still went to work just to kind of like, just to like escape a little bit. I don't know. Why would you? I, okay. Um, but she, she still showed up for everything she had to do. And it's like, you know, she's this week, this the next couple of weeks is going to be forcing herself to rest a little bit. But, you know, it's like, you have to keep going. You have to keep going. It's like you have two seconds to grieve but then um, continue on about life like I warn people I'm like just so you know I'm grieving right now don't ask me for nothing don't ask me for nothing I don't know when I'm gonna be back I actually don't know you know what I'm saying like give me a second to actually feel my feels um I've always overcompensated I've always showed up I'm always present I'm always accessible 24 7 if in this moment right now I'm telling you Lynn is not okay because the thing about Lynn Lynn gonna show up Okay, you can say other things about me, but you cannot say that I don't show up. But when I tell you, hey, yo, I can't do this thing that we were supposed to do. I had so many plans and projects for January. I'm reaching out to people like, hey, yo, just so you know, I'm just in this season of my life right now where I'm trying to breathe and feed myself and go outside for 20 minutes a day and journal and keep my head above water. This thing that we plan to do, it can wait. It can wait until further notice. I don't know when I'll be back. That's the beauty and the mystery of life. I don't know when I'll be back. But when I'm back in full force, you know we're on. So just give me a second. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and what else? Oh, my gosh. People are going through so much through this holiday season. I said it before, and I just want to say it again. I just want to hold space for everyone who's navigating the joys and, like, the highs and the lows of the holiday season. There's just been so many... Trigger warning, deaths, obviously. Um, specifically, my family since since October, November-ish, which is why I kind of, like, completely checked out in November because um, it's just been, like, so much going on. And, like, the weird thing, again, capitalism! You're, I'm not going to... I'm not. You're not going to hear enough about this. Um, but, like, literally navigating so much by being like, I have to go to work. I have to help my mom in any way that I can so-and-so passed away I'm trying to focus and I, and it's just been back to back to back deaths and then boom my grandma and then the next day somebody else and it's like girl can we breathe can we actually breathe and slow down so um yeah um you know we're getting all the, the bad vibes out of it that's why that's what go off this is about but other than that now feeling good what am I feeling good about I'm feeling good about my mental health, surprisingly, funny enough, like I said, I'm currently just trying to do the bare minimum, okay? And that looks like feeding myself twice a day. That looks like drinking one bottle of water a day. Don't judge me. 
don't judge me. You don't know what I'm going through. <laughs> um, that looks like going outside, going for a walk, just literally standing in front of the sun, just being like, just taking in all the rays of sunlight because I'd be cooped up in the house, um, trying my best to fight depression and anxiety, taking my drugs. Hello, somebody. Uh, do what you have to do. Jesus and also self-care and mental health. I stand by that 10 toes down. And also like keeping my, like doing the same for my mom. So it's been like, girl, did you drink water? Girl, did you eat? Girl, go lay down. You know what I mean? So like, making sure that we are on one page <laughs> we're just trying to just just trying to make it through um and so i'm feeling good about that i'm also feeling good about um the year so far like it's it's been good i feel like as soon as we hit new year's new year the new year of 2023 and then it was march and then it was april and then it was august i just felt like you know it was just such it time Time was just going so quick. Um, so I'm feeling really good about that. It's going at a steady flow so far. Again, I've really surprised myself in the way that I've, you know, showed up for myself in the way that I'm really taking care of myself and trying my best to show up for everyone else around me. Um, it's feeling really good. It's looking good, girl. 2024, I like you. I like you a lot. Mm -hmm. That's for you, babe. Um... What else? I'm also feeling good about uh, the funeral. That went really, really well. Uh, was it, what's today? Today's Monday. The funeral was on Saturday. It went really, really well. We set up the house in a cute little way to have a ceremony because it's happening in Haiti. But uh, we set up the Zoom in the house and we had decorations. Because you know, my mama going to go all out. If she's not going to do anything else, she will go all out. Um, and we had like blue decorations because that's my grandma's favorite color. And then we set up the Zoom and everybody joined in. And it was it was sweet. It was melancholic. Um, but it was definitely just such a beautiful moment to share with my family. Um, and as you can tell by the title of this episode, I'm going to be talking about navigating grief. This is my first time losing a loved one. I mean, I've, we've lost family members, obviously like people pass on people, adults get older. And that's another thing that I want to talk about and probably in another episode, but like, like the adults in our lives growing older, like it's just so, it's just something about that. Something about that, literally watching them grow old, um, so I've lost, you know, close family members, but that that wasn't really, you know what I'm saying? Immediate, immediate, immediate family. Um, but this was my very first time, like, in my adult life, grieving and, like, losing someone who was so essential to, who was such an essential part of my life, who I grew up with, who raised me, who instilled certain things in me. And it's so funny. I was, not too long ago, I don't know where I heard this, but you know when you hear something and it just sticks to you? I was listening to a podcast and the guest on the podcast says, you never know how much time you have left with someone. In this life, you will never know. And when you see some, if only we were, you know, like on some Black Mary stuff, like if we were walking around, everybody had a number over the head. Like every person you encounter, you could see like, you're going to encounter this person three more times. You're going to encounter this person 10 more times. Obviously, like your spouse, you have like 100 plus encounters. Your kids, maybe 100 plus. But like your parents, it might be 10. That aunt that comes to town every three years from a different country, it might be three. Like you just, you know what I mean? Isn't that so weird? And ever since I heard that, I think it also helped me to be more intentional about checking in with people, you know, because I would 
Like, there's so many of my family members that when I saw them in 2015, I didn't know that was the last time I was going to see them. When we left Haiti in 2010, and then we went, we went, we left Haiti in 2010, we went back in 2012 and also 2015. There's some people when I went back in 2015, I didn't see in 2000, since 2012. So that's the last time I actually saw them. You know, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't know how many more times you have to see someone. And when I saw my grandma in 2015, and we were hanging out and we were taking pictures and we were just having fun and checking in and she was there and she took care of us. I didn't know that was my last time seeing her. I was fully convinced that we would go back to Haiti at some point. We've been literally Delulu in our Delulu bags planning a trip back to Haiti, um, especially since she's been very sick. Like, I just didn't know that was going to be my last time. You, you don't know. 2015, obviously that was like seven, eight years, eight, no, nine, nine years ago? 2015 was not nine years ago. Oh, my gosh. 2015 was nine years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, it's about to be 10. Um, I'm like, at some point over the next couple of years, I'm going to see my, my good sis again. But no, actually, you know, so that's the trippy thing about, like, navigating these um, these seasons of life, if you will, right? Um, but... But yeah, I'm so glad that I got to see her one last time. And then literally not too long after we saw her, her health started to decline and it's been like a push and pull. And she really held on. She really held on for a very long time. Um, but unfortunately, she passed away right after Christmas. And um, it's just taken a toll on everyone. It's just taken a toll on everyone. And, and I can't even imagine the toll that it's taken on my mom, which is why I'm trying my best to be like, what do you need? I can't. I can't, obviously you're not going to go anywhere in the name of Jesus, but I can't lose you mentally. So how can I, how can I baby you in this very moment? Like it's, it's interesting to like trying, I'm not trying to play strong, but I'm just trying to look out for her more than I'm looking out for myself in a way. Cause I'm just trying to make sure that she's good. You know, she's navigating through a lot and we'll definitely have my mom back on the pod at some point. Highly requested. I love that. She is a lot. Um, but, like, just making sure that, like, my mom and my grandmother, like, they've just been through so much. They have just been through so much. The women in my family have suffered so much in life, in career, in relationships. They have suffered and sacrificed so much for me to not want a soft life. Excuse me? For my grandmother to sacrifice the way that she did, both of my grandmothers, my mom's side and on my dad's side, to have literally poured everything they had into their children for me to not be in America and not want to live a soft life for me to not want to live in a castle. Are you serious? For me to not want to open a museum and not want to like literally be full delusional princess activated. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, I lost my train of thought. And that's what happens. You know what I'm saying? That's what happens when you're grieving. Um, about so something so heart wrenching about my my mom's relationship with my grandma, and I will. I mean, I'm not gonna tell her stories for her to tell. I will have her on the podcast very, 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 very soon. Um, but just like she didn't really grow up with my grandmother, and then when she finally just like my mom was like my age, 25, 26, when she was like, "Hi, I'm your daughter. You're my mom." Type of thing, which is so crazy when you think about like the importance of like maternal instinct and like growing up with a mother and a child like you know what i'm saying i don't even i'm not a mother but like i'm me and my mama go like this real real bad and so um she didn't grow up with her mother and then she 
you know, at, at the age of like mid 20, she's like, oh, you're my mom, I'm your daughter. And though, so now they're finally starting to work out their relationship. And then life happens and my mom had to leave Haiti and my grandma stayed. And so it's like, what, how can you build a relationship in that time period? You know what I mean? I don't want to go too much into it. I will definitely have her on, but I just found that so is fascinating. The word, um, it's sad, really. It's just sad is what it is. Um, and so she's grieving a lot, you know, just, just a lot that she's processing, um, yeah, I don't want to go to end it too much, but I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back on another episode. Um, so yeah, there's that. And then um, as for me, I don't know how I've been. I've been numb. I've been very disconnected, but like I've been vocal. I'm like, hey, just so you know, I can't talk. Like even my friends, I'm like, just so you know, I'm good. I'm going to send you a little picture here and there. I'm like, you know how everything is going, but I'm just mentally checked out. Um, but I'm still like above water. I'm just floating. I'm floating in the water. You know what I mean? It's cute. I'm not drowning. I'm just like above water. I'm just like, yeah, this is nice. Um, I'm doing just enough. I'm very tired. Um, I'm just thinking about a lot. I'm processing a lot. And it's so crazy. Like, yeah, it's just so crazy how like things have happened and my relationship with my grandmother and the things that I, I knew that like, I'm going to see her again. I feel like that's what he probably even kept me mentally, spiritually afloat. Because, you know, like praying for her and, you know, just holding space for her and making sure she's good, sending out stuff. And uh, and just like this delusional belief that I'm going to see her again. I'm going to see my good girl again. And um, so, yeah, just navigating that. The family is barely holding on. Our matriarch. Our, our matriarch has gone to meet him but like my mother my grandmother's legacy is just so beautiful the things that she has instilled in my mom even through like a short period of time and also in me um even if she never said certain things out loud it's just like i observe and so the way that she lived her life like she was just very um she was just very personable, very down to earth. She was very friendly, very kind, very loving. And again, reflecting in, in, in all the things. But as I was recently, you know, thinking about all of that, I was like, oh my gosh, like the things that I recognize in my grandma, I now see them in my mom. Like she passed them down to her, even though she didn't grow up with her. Is it genetics? Are certain things genetic? We actually think about it though. Like how come my mom didn't grow up with my grandma? She, so because my mom, went, my grandma went on to have other kids and my mom ended up growing up with her dad or whatever. She didn't grow up with my grandma. She barely spent time with her in her adult life when it was fine, when they finally had the chance to really connect and build a relationship. My mom left Haiti, but my mom is literally the same as my grandma. Obviously, she knows about her life story and stuff, but just the way that they lead with love, they lead with kindness. Like, these are people that they go above and beyond. Like, my grandmother. Like nothing is nowhere is too far for her. She will walk everywhere she has to. She will show up for other people. She sacrifices so much. She will find a way to put food on the table, to keep the roof over her kids' heads, to send them to school. Nothing is too up, nothing is above her, nothing is below her. And she just leads with kindness. Like I remember every time we send stuff to Haiti, you know, for her to sell a little bit of something so she can have like money to do whatever. She gives everything away. <laughs> And that was always like 
it would piss my mom off. My mom was like, girl, I'm sending you stuff. Like, you can literally sell all this and you can pay your rent. You can make sure you're good with transport, with food and everything. She's like, she was like, <laughs> it's sad. That's why I'm laughing because it's so sad. But, like, people took advantage of that. Hello? Because people will take advantage of your kindness. When they see that you're actually a good-hearted person, they're not like, oh, my gosh, you're such a kind-hearted person. Let me protect you. Let me look out for you. They say, oh, for real? Let me exploit that. Oh, because you won't let me get away with that? Okay. I can do something with that. And so she would literally, you know, she would put stuff to sell, and then people were like, okay, I want to buy this mic. And she's like, yeah, here you go. They're like, okay, I'm bringing the money tomorrow. She's like, yeah, take your time. <laughs> and then a month later, they come and get something else. And and they're like, I'm still going to give you the money for the mic. But also, put it, put it on my tab. And she just had, she had tabs for everybody and nobody ever paid her back. I will be the accountant. I'm going to be running up everything that we said. Okay, shirt, pants, who does she sell to? We're coming to collect, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just so funny that's just how she is she's like no this person needed that like what am i gonna do this person needed food what am i gonna do this person needed blah, blah, blah. this person needed clothes or whatever and um so yeah those qualities i see them in my mother and it always frustrates me because you know these type of these people who sh the, the frustrating part is that these people who show up selflessly for other people who go above and beyond who they would love who they would care who don't even think about their own children and their own families who are like so and so needs something in this place even if i have to walk i'm gonna make sure i get it to them these are the same people that when it's their turn when they're in mourning when they're in crisis when they're at their lowest point when they need help no one shows up for them hello you know exactly what i'm talking about you know and so that's the that's the mixed feelings I have around that. Again, I see that in my grandmother and I see it in my mother. And now I'm starting to see it in myself. And it's so funny because the thing that you're trying to run away from is what you end up getting trapped in. But it's just leading with love, leading, literally leading with kindness. These are people who love on people, who care about people from a genuine place. And they will do crazy things for people. They will do crazy things. They don't want anything in return. I don't want you to give me nothing. I don't need you to pay me back. I need you to give me money. I'm literally doing this out of kindness of my heart. You know what I mean? Like literally leading with love, like embodying the character of Christ. And that is the best example that I could have in terms of like leading my life. Obviously with boundaries. Hello? We're going to modernize it. That's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to take what works. We're going to leave what doesn't. But also we're going to add boundaries, healthy boundaries in there to also be able to protect myself and also hold people accountable. But for the most part, like my, I learned how to love and how to serve and how to show up in my relationships and how to show up at work and how to be selfless and kind from my grandmother and from my mother. And so when I do certain things that are crazy out of place, again, I don't have all the money to spoil my friends. You know what I'm saying? I don't have all the means to like go all out and or whatever, but my time, right? My effort, my presence, that is valuable. And um, those are the people that I learn it from. That's why sometimes when I do crazy things, it's like, do you want something back? I'm like, I don't want anything back actually. Cause it's just in my nature. Like my mom will give somebody a ride three hours away. Like she doesn't want nothing back. She's just like, that's, that's just what I'm gonna do. My grandmother, you need something? My grandma will walk from the countryside if she has to. She's like, 
I just do what I have to do. You know what I'm saying? And so that's that's her legacy. That's the legacy that she's leaving us with. We know the type of person that she was. We know how she led with love and with kindness and with respect and with selflessness, service, like literally love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, embodying the literally fully embodying the fruit of the spirit that is my grandmother's legacy okay <laughs> don't play me i know i i now have a blueprint for sure for sure and how oh i do have a blueprint i do i do have a blueprint on how to lead with love i have a blueprint on how to relate with others how to show up in my um platonic romantic friendship relationships in my community how to serve i have a solid example on motherhood and partnership and and all the different things again my, my grandmother never achieved all of the crazy things in life but like she she set a good foundation a foundation um um that is solely based on um christ and it's exemplary and um based on built on respect built on kindness, built on the word of God, built on selflessness. It's a solid foundation. You know what I'm saying? But but like you can't have a building with just a foundation and be like, okay, welcome to the new hotel. And then we add other things onto it. And then we add the details and then we add the furniture. So it's okay. It's a solid foundation. If love and and God is your foundation, what else are you going to need? Like this is something that that's why I'm like, I'm not for the compromise on that. Like, what? What other foundation do we have? If if everything you do isn't isn't founded on Christ, what did you doing, baby? What what are we really building on? We're we're building on quicksand, you know. And so, yeah, this is what I'm processing right now, and um, just such a beautiful legacy that my grandmother is leaving behind. I feel so blessed and so gifted in so many ways. Um, and, you know, I keep saying it, but I'm going to have my mom on so we can actually talk about it. It will be really nice. I feel like it's going to be also like a, a nice therapy session for her. Um, but it's just like our parents journey through so much for us to be able to have a glimpse. Like every generation has a glimpse. I, my pastor says this a lot. Like you might not be able to see the fruits of your labor. And you're going to have to be okay with that. <laughs> you're going to have to be okay with that. Like every generation does a little bit. Does the best that they can do. Like my grandmother um, or at least my mom's parents they did enough to raise her to give her education to do this. And then my mom picked up the, the baton and she did it da, 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 to do this. And then now it's my turn. And so, like, you know what I mean? Like, you might not be able to see the things that you are building, but like, leave something for someone to say, this is how this person lived. I think that's something that I'm very conscious about. I'm I'm deep in my grieving bag right now. Like this, these are the things that are going through my head. Like if I were, God forbid, right? But when I do pass away at the age of 150, um, what will people say about me? Like what will be my legacy? You know what I mean? And so, like I said, my my grandmother has built this foundation. Both my grandparents are so funny. Like they were separated. My my mom grew up with my her father, but this foundation of Jesus 
and love and light and respect and honor and loyalty and all of these things. And then my mom built on that same foundation. We st- we keeping it here. We keeping it right here. And so it's like, what will be my legacy, right? Like how it just has me thinking about so many things in so many different ways. And like how I'm choosing to lead my life, who who I choose to work with, who I choose to marry, where I choose to go, where I choose to um, settle. Like it's just so many things that come to mind. But it's just so important to like think about think about your impact think about your impact like um like what do i want people to say about me when i'm in a room i don't think about that a lot i i do here and there but i haven't thought about, about that in a minute but like what do people say behind your back when you're not in the room hello I, that's what I'm concerned about. And that, it's not even, like, in a way of, like, being self-conscious and, like, oh, my gosh, like, are people, like, talking bad about me? But, like, just in a genuine way of, like, girl, you know Lynn gone. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Lynn, don't worry. You you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, how do people talk about you when you're not in the room? I think that's food for thought. <laughs> that's food for thought. Um... I'm very thankful. I'm very I'm very thankful for my mom's life. I'm very thankful for my grandmother's life. I'm thankful for my sister's lives. Um and my aunts and my cousin and my grandmother lives on in every one of us. Cause she has impacted us in such a beautiful way. And I hope that everybody holds their end of the bargain. Like I hope everybody is having this introspective moment that I am. I'm not saying I'm better than everybody else. I was just saying, but I am. Um because <laughs> I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to um to learn. Like you have to be able to learn through life and seasons and like what is this moment right now trying to teach me? Like every day of my life I try to be like, what is this trying to teach me, God? The fact that I'm struggling with this camera to set it up, what is it trying to teach me? It's trying to teach me that um, I need to be stretched. I need to be increased. I need to be elevated. And so I'm constantly thinking about those things. And that's how I want to live my life. I just want to live a truthful life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's like there can never be any instance where someone is like, oh my gosh, so-and-so lived in her truth. Like, that's just the worst possible outcome. She, what? Did she live, like, a godly life? How dare you? Like, that's just so disrespectful. And it's just like, like, how, when you base everything off of truth, off of honesty, off of respect, humility, but also, like, talk your ish. Like, what can somebody say about that? You know what I mean? Say what you want. My grandmother was poor and she was this and she was blah, blah, blah. But also, like, no, she was a really good person. Like, what can you say? You know what I'm saying? And again, it's not about, like, living our lives in such a way that, like, what will people think? What will people think? What will people say? But, like, again, just think about impact. Think about legacy. I'm thinking, I'm really thinking about legacy right now. That's really on my mind. It's on my heart. Like, what do I want my legacy to be? Um, it's not even like when I pass on. I think a lot of times the misconception is like, oh, when I pass away or when, when I'm older and I've built and I've journeyed and I'm married and I have kids and I have grandkids, what your legacy starts now. Like the um the grassroots, the seeds, we're we're planting the seeds now. Like you're grown. Like take control of your life. Let's just let's actually make this a, a moment of mentorship. This is your sign to get your shit together. <laughs> like 
get, take control of your life. Like the moment, maybe I want to say past 15 years old, you start to build a narrative in your life. Nobody can dictate anything for you. Think about um, what you want the life what you you the life that you want to live what what it is based on what are you founding it on and take control of that narrative you know a lot of times it's like oh this person left a legacy of this and that like no you can start now you can actually start now it's okay we can start now and so that's what this was on my mind that's what's on my spirit it feels all of when i'm recording it always feels like what is she even talking about and then for some reason in post it, it makes sense when i'm actually playing it back but um I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to stop right here. Again, I just want to share a word of comfort for everyone who is grieving through this holiday season, um, experiencing the highs and lows, right? You're experiencing moments of joy, but next thing you know, you hear bad news or someone has passed away or someone has experienced certain things. Every Life is just hitting everyone in every corner. And I just pray that, you know, God comforts you in this season and that God holds you. Just, just hold you long enough. And I just also pray that you will take care of yourself. Like, take care of yourself. It's okay to say no. It's okay to drop certain things, um, certain expectations that were that others had of you. But also communicate c- clearly. Like, just so you know. Like, just so you know, I'm just going to let you know right now. I can't do this. I can't show up. Give me time. Give me a week. Give me two weeks. But make sure that you're actually communicating that clearly. And take care of yourself. Okay? Bare minimum. If, if... If all it takes right now is the bare minimum, do the bare minimum. Okay? Because sometimes even doing the bare minimum can just be a hassle and a half. So just try your best to show up for yourself and try to take it easy. And yeah, child, we're just journeying. We're just getting through one day at a time. Don't let capitalism take you down. Resist. <laughs> and again, I blame it on capitalism. I blame it on capitalism that I can't. I couldn't go to Haiti to see my grandmother before she passed on i blame it on the systems that are set up against us i blame it on everybody <laughs> um thank y'all for being here holding space with me i appreciate y'all i actually needed this i this was a, a solid therapy session i'm gonna go cry now and i'll see y'all later y'all take it easy welcome to season three a season of vulnerability of love, of light, of transparency. I'm just so excited for everything that this season holds, even if I literally don't know what it holds. I'm just, I'm betting on God right now. Um, But I'm excited. I'm excited to have amazing conversations on here. I'm excited to open up. I'm excited to have other people join me. Um, I'm surrounded by so many amazing young and older and just wise creatives and amazing people. And I want to have them on the pod. And I'm excited and I'm feeling really, really good. So thank you again for being here. Please follow us on socials. Follow me on Instagram at Unabridged Stories. That is my art page. Um, follow me on TikTok at Linorelli. Follow me on YouTube. If you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, please, please do. And please, you know, follow my podcast on Spotify and Apple Pod and everywhere else that podcasts are distributed. And I'll see y'all in the next episode. Period. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs>